0: Welcome to ABC Gotham, your New York City history podcast. I am Kathleen. With me is Kate.
1: Hello. Hello, Kathleen.
0: Hello, Kate. Welcome to the letter G. We are on the letter G already. And Kate, what is our topic for today?
1: Well, our topic for today is a 170-acre ghost town within Mm -hmm. New York City's limits.
0: Oh, my goodness. What is it?
1: It's Governor's Island, everyone's favorite summer retreat.
0: Ah, I hope it's everyone's favorite summer retreat, because I know I have a lot of fun out there. Listeners, if you haven't been, definitely go. We'll be giving you details about how to visit later in the show. So you are a fan of Governor's Island. You are the one who got me interested in it in the first place. What's the deal, Kate?
1: Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. I remember a few years ago, um, Kathleen and I... Did the Open House New York tour where you can go out to the island before it was open to the public? And mm-hmm. as a big fan of Scooby Doo, I love crumbly <laughs> houses and spooky places where old man fill in the blank has mm-hmm. done some dastardly crime. And I feel like Governor's Island definitely gives me everything I want in that arena.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of just abandoned, decrepit stuff.
1: Right. There's essentially most of the buildings on the island are controlled ruins, Mm. which is much like the um, hospital at the end of another island we covered, uh, Roosevelt Island, when we talked about the the Renwick Renwick hospital. Yeah, right at the end of the island. So it's it's the same way where these buildings are just kind of kept at a permanent state of ruin without having to fix them, spend all the money that it would take, the millions and millions of dollars to fix them up, because these buildings aren't going to be habitable. Part mm-hmm. of the deal, which we'll talk about later, of when Governor's Island was sold to New York State, was that people are not supposed to live out there.
0: mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's no interest in getting these buildings back up to code or anything, but they're still there, and they happened, and history happened here. So put that minimum level of effort into it and make them... Uh, Visible, at least, for people. Exactly.
1: And there are some buildings you can still walk through. Actually, the longer Governor's Island has been open, the Mm -hmm. more buildings are being open to the public. And some of them are Mm. amazing because some of the buildings are being used as artist spaces now.
0: Nice. Nice. Oh, okay. So this, it's tempting to talk about Governor's Island today, but let's start with Governor's Island's history.
1: Yeah, let's, let's go back in time.
0: Well, I want to just jump in real quick and say how it got its name. Go for it. Because it is not it does not belong to our governor or any governor. What? But when it was uh back in the early days of Governor's Island, it kind of went back and forth between British and Dutch hands as did much of New York. So while it was under British control, they passed a law and it was exclusively reserved for the benefit and accommodation of his majesty's governors. Hmm. So it was called the Governor's Island. At some point, they dropped the "the," and that's just what stuck. So it isn't actually a technically valid name, but that is that's where it came from.
1: Hmm. I do know when it was a. I guess the first people, obviously, on well, not the first people, hmm. the first Europeans, probably on the island. Uh, we're the Dutch, and mm-hmm. it was named by a Dutch explorer, and I'm really sorry because I'm not up on my Dutch pronunciations, but <laughs> Adrian Bloch, I'm going to call sure. him, named sure. it Naughton Island.
0: Naughton Island.
1: Yes. Uh And in a pidgin language that I guess mm-hmm. cropped up at some point, mm-hmm. then it turned into Nutton Island until, of course, like you said... The British renamed it as they are wont to do mm-hmm. into Governor's Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: this is this is a really interesting point. It has to do with the these Dutch settlers who landed. They landed in 1624. Came from the Dutch Republic. Thirteen families disembarked the boat that took legal possession of this territory. This is considered the birth of New York State. The landing. Of the Dutch settlers physically on what we now consider Governor's Island today. So that is a very cool thing. It all started right there. Where is Governor's Island, Kate, for those of our listeners who do not
1: know? It's just south of Manhattan and mm-hmm. just west of Brooklyn across something that I didn't know that this area had a name, mm. but it's called Buttermilk Channel. Buttermilk between... Channel? Doesn't that
0: sound delicious?
1: I really want. Some buttermilk waffles now.
0: I got, I want some buttermilk fried chicken now.
1: Oh, what about buttermilk? Yeah, I never mind. I'm not going to go on that.
0: There's, it's just it's getting worse and worse.
1: <laughs> it's just going to get worse and worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a restaurant in Brooklyn actually called Buttermilk Channel, and I always wondered why it was called that. But I guess now, thanks to this podcast, I know that it's mm. named after the small piece of water between Governors Island and Brooklyn. And it's probably,
0: like, I got a really disgusting reason why it's named that. Like, the water was so polluted at some point, it looked like buttermilk. I don't want to think about that, but it's 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 just a cute name now, and frankly, I want to try that restaurant.
1: Actually, I do know the origins of the name. Ah, okay. It's in reference to the dairy farmers who used to cross back and forth in their boats selling their milk at Manhattan markets.
0: So they had the cows in... Brooklyn and sailed to Manhattan, or the cows were on governor's Island, or
1: what? well the the cows were in Brooklyn in what's mm. now like Red Hook, and that was mostly farm area, yeah, and according to the legend the one thing I read about the name was that uh the crossing is so rough that the farmer's milk was churned into butter,
0: oh by the
1: time they reached Manhattan, so. Uh, It's very cute. That's a nice story, Kate. I know. It's not like our normal stories where we talk about contagious diseases. The
0: the blood and the guts and the bodies and the decay and the pollution.
1: Yeah, that's a nice
0: story. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, I'm so glad you know that.
1: Well, Governor's Island wasn't actually always the shape it is now either. Mm. The shape now, if you look at it on a map, I always think looks like an ice cream cone, but that's me bringing yeah. food back into this. No, you're right.
0: That is. It's like a very cartoony, stylized ice cream cone. Yeah. I was trying to think, like, I can't call this a crescent or a triangle. And yeah, that's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, I definitely always get on the boat. And there's always like a map of the island or when mm-hmm. you get off. And there's always an ice cream guy right when you get off the boat. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, I need an ice cream
0: he knows what he's doing. He He's smart.
1: Yeah, we'll go more into where the extra dirt that filled the rest of Governor's Island in a little bit. So Kathleen, when the island first started, who what was it used for?
0: <laughs> it's, it's funny how we, this has become like a quiz show of each other. Um.
1: So Kathleen, well, I'd like to quiz you on what happened. <laughs> the
0: research that I came up with, the thing about Governor's Island is it is in a strategically, useful location so yeah like kate said it is uh south manhattan It is a half mile south manhattan it's pretty much just in line with the east river so it's a great place for defense and you can bet that we used it for defense to the extent that we were able to so going back to the american revolution in 1776 harbor defenses you know set on uh on governor's island inflicted enough damage on British ships that the commanders were cautious about entering the East River. So this later made George Washington's retreat from Brooklyn to Manhattan possible. Now, the British did occupy Governor's Island later in 1776, despite our spectacular harbor defenses, like much of greater New York. It was held by the British for the rest of the war. So... That is what Governor's Island is good for, is defense. And there are two main military fortifications on the island that are still there today. You can visit them. Fort Jay and Castle Williams.
1: Castle Williams scares me a lot. Well, when you walk up on it, it's very imposing, very few Mm. windows. And when you walk inside, it's still kind of scary. I mean, it's it was a prison. When you Mm -hmm. go into Fort Jay, it's kind of nice. There are these, like, columns and... Mm -hmm. You know, beautiful houses, and it's it's not that bad. You're like, oh, Fort J, it's kind of nice. Castle mm-hmm. Williams is definitely just meant to be a prison.
0: So Castle Williams, for those of you who haven't seen it, is like a it's like a cylinder basically, and yeah, not a lot of windows or anything uh, along the outside. And you walk in in this archway, and it's dark, and then you come into this big empty space in the middle where, if I recall correctly, the prisoners you know, their, their gated doors and were, and they kind of looked out onto that middle round yard area. Is that right?
1: Yeah. And the thing with Castle Williams is there are, I mean, I think there are now, but there were no, there was no glass in the windows. There's just Mm. bars. And if you can imagine an open prison Mm. In the middle of the harbor in winter, it was really, like, a hellacious place to have to be imprisoned.
0: It did sound really horrific, yeah. I I don't remember what they said in terms of, like, prisoners dying there, but I'm sure it wasn't good. And this was
1: British prisoners during the American Revolution, right? It was, but then, of course, it flips, and then, of course, we go into... The Civil War, and during the Civil Mm. War, the prisoners of war were kept at Castle Williams. Mm. But I did notice that the Confederate officers were kept at Fort Jay.
2: Mm. So the
1: officers were kind of in a slightly, actually, I'm not going to say slightly, a much nicer
0: Mm. building. You know, that's really smart strategically. Like, treating your prisoners of war is a really smart thing to do. Because treating them well, sorry, is a smart thing to do because then they want to surrender. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so Castle Williams is, is this fairly imposing structure. Fort J is a much larger, Fort J is huge. It's huge. I mean, I don't know much about forts, but it's, yeah, it contains a lot of these buildings with these nice porches that look out on this green space in the middle. And that's where I guess officers and, and high ranking people would live. And apparently, confederate prisoners of war if they were high ranking enough what else is in fort we well, have
1: that amazing moat around the fort yes. itself
0: mhm mm-hmm. and
1: one of my favorite things of fort j and nobody really goes down there cuz i i think they, people think it's off limits but it's not mm. there are uh there are storage spaces under those buildings mm-hmm. if you go down it was where they would keep like bombs and guns and They're just these crazy cement rooms with Mm -hmm. no windows because they're so far underground. Oh my god! And in the summer when it's really hot, it's kind of nice to go down there because it's really cool. But it's It's very creepy Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. there are usually there are no lights on down there, or there are motion sensor lights. Mm -hmm, And if you're mm -hmm. in the room long enough, the lights will turn off.
0: Ah! And then you're really in
1: like pitch dark.
0: Oh, that's creepy.
1: Uh, They recently put a bunch of rocking chairs out on the porches which i recommend in the summer going to yes i kind of don't feel the confederate prisoners were given these rocking chairs
0: that would just be a little too much in terms of treating your prisoners of war well i mean there's got to be a limit you know
1: definitely well post-civil war the you know the U.S. Army held the post until 1966.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this
1: was a big base for a really long time. But then in 1966, the U.S. Coast Guard uh, installs itself there, and it becomes a training base and housing. So the army
0: gave it up. Yeah, that's it's not like the Coast Guard battled the army for it, but
1: there was a big fight in Buttermilk Channel. <laughs> right.
0: Lives were lost as the U.S. Army fought the U.S. Coast Guard. The U.S. Coast Guard sad. had a definite advantage.
1: Uh, yeah, I love... If if that were a battle, I would love that the Coast Guard won.
0: It would be pretty funny, actually. Governor's Island is expensive. This is what it sounds like to me. If you're not really getting your money's worth, you as soon as you get a budget problem, well, when you have some budget problems, it seems to be something that needs to get cut. So the Army just had to Nix the whole governor's island plan in 1966 and with that available space and of course it's wonderful strategic location yeah the coast guard was able to take it over
1: yeah i mean it's not a very easy place to maintain uh it mm-hmm. is so close to the city but just crossing the river for everything is really hard. I mean, mm-hmm. when you have Roosevelt Island, at least it has the tram and it has a train, mm-hmm. but Governor's Island is really shut off, and mm-hmm. especially if there's inclement weather, how many boats are going to be able to get across
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: to deliver anything? There is there. The thing.
0: It's huge, but they don't really grow their own food there or or anything. I even read some of the documents relating to governor's island today and of course we'll get to that later in the show but they have this problem with getting fresh water out there and really? with getting electricity out there they they are still working on getting those systems set up i think they're working on ways to like run duct work and and power lines through the brooklyn battery tunnel which goes underground obviously um not underneath governor's island but uh very close to the governor's island so they're they're still working on some important stuff there and yeah just to just to be out there you really have to bring everything in although kate one could say the same thing about manhattan now that i think about it
1: true but manhattan's so much larger
0: it is it is much larger yes
1: well, yeah, I, whenever I go out there, there definitely are a lot of generators out and about, mm-hmm. so yeah,
0: yeah, they need generators, mm-hmm. especially if it's well, like if it's a concert or something that's really going to draw a lot of power, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly so, so was... the Coast Guard holds it though from nineteen sixty six until nineteen ninety six and there are a lot of really amazing stories out there, actually, about children who grew up on the island, really. Yeah, because when you think of a base, generally whoever's on the base are not the enlisted men. It's the wives and the children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there were schools for children on the island. Mm-hmm. There were playgrounds. There's, a, there's just a there's everything for that a family needs to subsist on that island without having to leave. Mm-hmm. With so the this exception is of a pretty small, little
0: exclusive community. I mean, they did. Managed to have enough power, bring in water, bring in food. And, and, yeah, kids were going to school here. People were raising their families here, uh, families of the military who were stationed there as part of the Army or then as a as a Coast Guard. Yeah, very Yeah, cool. they were
1: pretty, for the most part, pretty self-sustaining, despite what we just said. They even had their own airport out there. They had a grass strip. Mm. Granted, it's not. A big airport like we think of now, but they did have a grass strip out there through the 1960s mm-hmm. as their own private airfield. Nice. It actually was thought of for a while before Floyd Bennett Field was considered to be the airport for the city. Hmm. That it was going to be raised and then it would be an airport, but it just doesn't make any sense, really. Yeah, to an it's. Airport it's- out. <laughs>
0: you're not flying into the city you're flying into an island away from the city and now you've got another transportation problem on your hands
1: so when it was closed by the army in 1966 it there was a lot of things there were a lot of military installations in the city that were closing at the same Mm. time governor's island switches over to coast guard Mm -hmm. the navy closes the brooklyn navy yard so there's Ah. a big upheaval at the time. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was good that someone was able in the 60s to take over the island Definitely. because if people hadn't lived there for the next 40 years or so, I can't imagine the terrible state it mm-hmm. would be in today. It'd be
0: like North Brother Island. Yeah. It'd just be overgrown exactly. and, and, and ridiculous. Yeah. So the Coast Guard did come in. They were there for 30 years and and that was a good situation. I assume but it was the same thing in 1996 they had to close that base because it's too expensive it wasn't worth the money they had to spend to keep it going so exactly. this is where it gets interesting because the um the island is yeah it's 172 acres right now 150 acres of the island are what we The citizens, taxpayers, you know, public get to use, get to go on, get to see. And again, we'll go more into how you can visit later in the show. It was in 2003 that 150 acres of the island was sold to the state of New York for one dollar.
1: I wish I'd been around. I would have bought it for a dollar.
0: I would have bought it for... Well, the state of New York got first dibs. And this is where you would have fallen down... The the transfer, they call it a transfer, they don't really call it a sale, actually, transfer of the land to the state from, gosh, who had it? I guess the Coast Guard What included uh, a deed restrictions, which prohibit permanent housing, Kate, and casinos on the island. So with the understanding that they're not going to build condos or mansions or whatever on the island and they're not going to build casinos then they transferred 150 acres of the island to the state of new which york
1: which is a little bit of a a legal jumble at this point because there are there oh, everyone wants governor's island everyone mm-hmm. wants to use governor's island for something mm-hmm. several schools including nyu want to use it as a campus mm-hmm. And to have dorms on the island. Mm. But then you start to say, is that permanent housing? I think it's not permanent housing. No, it's temporary housing. I think
0: think in the sense that, yeah, I think that would be considered temporary housing, probably.
1: I think I'm going to go to NYU. You
0: really want to live out there that badly? Your current house is not inconvenient enough to everything else in the city?
1: Exactly. It would be amazing. I would never leave the island.
0: (laughs) It's true, you wouldn't. So why bother living in New York?
1: I want to be able to see it and go if I want to. I see.
0: I see. I like the option. Well, in 2003, just to to finish up the rest, the remaining 22 acres of the island became uh, now belong to the U.S. Department of the Interior and is administered by the National Park Service. And it's actually called the Governor's Island National Monument. And this, I believe is the area that you'll find fenced off that you actually can't go into. And I don't know if they're going to make a bird sanctuary or wetlands or something like that, but I think that's the idea. Now, here's the thing. So for the cost of $1, the state purchased most of the island. That was 2003. In 2010, the city entered an agreement to take full control of the island's development from the state. So now it's the city's. Or it's the hmm. states, but the city is going to control the development. Hard to say. Not too sure.
1: Yeah, there's the city gets a ton of proposals all the time. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, the way to get to the island is to use uh, the ferries, which leave from Lower Manhattan and Brooklyn, mm-hmm. which will give you addresses for. Mm-hmm.
0: These are free. we
1: we'll, we'll put a we'll put a link on on the there will be website a so yeah. you can free see how to get there they're free they're amazing if you go on fridays there are free bicycles
0: that was last year i hope that's the case for this year because that was a lot of fun but yes it'll reopen so for the season in may presumably late may i looked listeners i looked very hard for the actual date but i couldn't find it i'm sorry so it'll be reopening in late may i will the link is there uh of Governor's Island, so you can check that as it gets closer, as they get more precise date information. It is only open to the public Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
1: Yeah, I wish it was more. I know, but But you work during
0: the week. You wouldn't go more than that.
1: Maybe I should become a parks person. (laughs) Well, some ideas that were kind of tossed around when the island first opened up was... How do we get people to and from the island? Mm -hmm. We've already told you that they use ferries now. Mm -hmm. But at some point, an idea was kicked around to have an aerial gondola system designed by uh, Calatrava, which I think would have been amazing. I would have loved to see it, but I'm sure... Right now, the island maintenance is about twelve million dollars, mm. and it's kind of split between the city and state. I don't even know where the money for this aerial gondola system would have come from. It
0: sounds really pretty, but I don't know. Is there? Yeah. Uh, there's an image, right? There's a schematic that we could link to.
1: Uh, I'll try to find one. Okay. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, there is. Okay. Uh, we will have a link yes, to for the link, the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, other ideas for the island are kicked around. I mean, really, like I said, everybody wants a piece of this island.
0: hmm hmm um,
1: I mean, they, they opened amazing- it up for
0: proposals. They they had, you know, if you have an idea, send it our way. And they're considering all these proposals. I don't know if they're all going to happen. But, yeah, they. I think they got a ton of proposals. You submitted at least three, right, Kate?
1: At least 12. At least 12.
0: Wow. Proposal well, one, one that, let me live One there. that
1: I was really excited about mm-hmm. was the is a possible new globe theater that is a nonprofit organization that was working in partnership with shakespeare's globe theater in london
0: this is such to, a great idea this is so brilliant yeah
1: it, it sounds amazing they would have used castle williams castle williams our, yes our creepy prison as but it's a in theater. the round
0: it's it's open space in the middle it's and I even remember when we toured it and when I walked in there, I think I, I had sort of a, a, a place memory of the Globe Theater because I'm like, this, this looks familiar. This could be a thing. And I hope that happens because that is just a brilliant idea, a great use of this very unusual, uh, building, how it's, how it's structured, how it's all open in the middle, facing into the middle area. I mean, that would be perfect. I hope they do that.
1: Well, I hate to burst your bubble. No! But they're not going to. Mostly because the theater, they, they didn't think, they wanted to preserve as much of the historical structure as possible, and because mm-hmm. it had been a prison, mm-hmm. they didn't want to have to tear out so much to put seating in. Really? And so a theater is not really congruous with the historical significance of the prison. Of I Spartan. would stand
0: in a prison cell to watch Shakespeare
1: for 3 hours? No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Aww. Some cool things that did happen, though is there's a small public high school. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. New York on... Harbor School. Yes.
1: Exactly. It's pre- it's actually pretty a beautiful school. Mhm. There're also like I said before, there are artist studios mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. can actually apply for one with the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council.
0: Have you applied for one, Kate?
1: No, but I'm thinking of doing it.
0: I think you should.
1: Uh, yeah, so it's there's really some great stuff going on more uh when I first went out there the first year, mm-hmm. only the top of the island where all the mansions, which I really recommend everyone going to see,
2: mm-hmm.
1: were open. only this section that's and to Park to Fort Jay and mm-hmm. Castle Williams. that's pretty much all that was open, but the whole bottom half of the island was sectioned off
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Well, now they've opened a ring around the bottom, so you can walk around the edge, and all the way at the bottom, there's a really nice park, mm-hmm. and they put out, last year, they put out hammocks, and I really hope they do it again. Yeah, it
0: was like a grove of hammocks. It was very cool. They had, there's like playground equipment, there's food you can buy, they had the, the New York Trapeze School set up an a outpost there. There's a lot of art and yeah, like Kate said, there is a, a, a roadway that goes all the way around the entire island, and you can rent your bike or bring your rollerblades or just walk around the entire island. And it's huge. It is it is you know about the size of Roosevelt Island. It's a lot a lot of stuff. The stuff you can't see that that you can't go into those 22 acres. That's all fenced off, and it's really pretty clear. And it's kind of nasty and decrepit and falling apart anyway, so you wouldn't want it's to. It's kind of
1: gross. It's all the buildings built in the what, 60s the and 60s 70s. 70s. So they're not yeah. really buildings you necessarily want to go in, unless you're me and you're just fascinated by abandoned buildings. Right, right.
0: But the rest there of are us...
1: plans. There are plans to tear down a lot of those buildings mm. because those buildings don't really have any historical significance. I see. I see. So they're going to kind of – it'll turn into a 40-acre park, and there'll be playing fields, and some of the the rubble is going to be turned into hills. Mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. apparently going to be a wetlands constructed. It really sounds amazing. So Mm -hmm. eventually, all of the bottom part of the island will be accessible eventually. Mm -hmm. The thing I'm sad – well, there – so it was a fully functioning island, like we said, where – there was everything you'd need to do, so I'm a little sad that the bowling alley and old Burger King are being torn down. They're tearing down the bowling alley and the Burger King? There, They are. So, a few things that are on the island, just so you guys can have an idea of really what there was to do on the island. There is a movie theater, which you can actually rent for an event, and somebody mm-hmm. rented it for a zombie event oh. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. There's churches, there are schools, barracks, mansions. I think there's more than one church, actually. I think they said Catholic and Episcopalian, yeah. The movie theater is so cool and creepy from the outside and you can kind of glimpse in. But like I said, there's an old bowling alley, an old supermarket, a mm. uh, Burger King. It really looks like if you're there and there's not too many people on the island yet, mm. it really looks post-apocalyptic where all the stuff <laughs> just left. Doors are open. You can just, like, see what happens when people leave.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's even a building that has, a, a, like, an outdoor swimming pool, and that's all fenced off, of course. Oh, you, right, right. It would be incredibly dangerous. You can't go in it. Of course, it's not functional, but but it's, like, all rusty and falling apart. It's just so cool to see.
1: Part of part of the problem with Governor's Island has always been getting to it. Mm. So, there in 2011, the Center for Urban Real Estate from Columbia University has an idea to physically connect Manhattan to Governor's Island so you could almost drive out there.
0: Huh, okay. I, I don't
1: know how that would work. I'm thinking of like ferries, and <laughs> I'm not too sure about that. Yeah. It requires 23 million cubic yards of landfill. Hmm. Uh, and they're they're saying, you know, oh, there's all this. Area for new developments, and then they say, and we need to put a subway station and a bridge to Red Hook. And oh, wow. I think it's a little like the Calatrava where it's a great idea and it's never going to happen. I think we will just have to use our ferry, which is lovely. <laughs> if you're like me, take your Dramamine before you get on. Oh. <laughs> and it's it's a lovely ride.
0: That's the thing the thought of building a road from Manhattan or even from Brooklyn to Governor's Island. Just strikes me as so completely ludicrous. And and same with that aerial heliport, what, whatever that was. Right. But we have the tram to Roosevelt Island. And I bet when people were talking about that, that sounded pretty ridiculous, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I just, for the listeners, we wanted to tell you about Governor's Island because it's so cool and it's in a real transition place right now. And not like a depressing kind of Neighborhood in transition, you know, means it's like deserted or scary or anything. I mean, it's like it's fun in a lot of the areas. And you could also if you visit over the next couple of years, you get to see this amazing progress that's going to be happening. And it's and it's going to be so cool. And it's cool right now already. They did you see any of the uh, soldiers dressed in period garb and uh, talking as if they were Revolutionary War soldiers?
1: I did, and I went to some of the, um, the Henry Hudson events that mm-hmm. they had out there a mm-hmm. while ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have amazing things out there. There are always food trucks out there. They, mm-hmm. once a year, they have this big, I forget who puts it on, but they have a, like a period, like flapper era party out there. Wow. And it happens once a, twice a year, and it's really fun, mm-hmm. and they put out in the middle of, all the mansions, they put out wood on the ground so people can dance on it and there's bands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's usually, oh, there's always a mini golf course. Mm-hmm. There's just really, there's, I feel like every weekend you could go out there and there would be something to do.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's And we've been a couple of times and it's, it's just a really, they, they're doing amazing things with it. It's really kind of the best possible way that this island could have gone because they're honoring the history. They're maintaining a lot of the structures are getting rid of the ugly ones, and they have really fun ideas of what to do with this space. So, I highly, highly recommend going out there. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Free ferries from Lower Manhattan and from Brooklyn, and if you go on Friday, at least this is last year, the bike rental you get an hour free, and it's for free. It's the perfect way to see the island. These these really simple bikes have like. Three speeds. I mean, they're they're totally basic, uh, but it's it's the perfect way to see the island.
1: Yeah, and, you know, if you get like me and have a little stir-crazy where you're like, I have to get out of town, mm-hmm. it's a good way to get out of town without really going anywhere mm-hmm. because you get this quiet, serene place and go picnic. I've had birthdays there. Mm-hmm. It's just a really cool... Nice place to go to, with lots of cultural events.
0: A different point of view from uh, the city. It's it's really great. And and a couple of famous people were born there or have lived there. The Smothers Brothers were born there. Their father was an army officer stationed there at the time. And Lois Lowry, young adult writer. She wrote all of the Anastasia books. She Aww. wrote uh, The Giver, which is awesome. Everyone should read it. She lived there because her father was an army dentist.
1: We can't forget Neil Adams, who invented, well, invented, created Batman and the Green Lantern. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast about Governor's Island. I hope it's inspired you to go out, enjoy the beautiful weather this summer, probably by the time... This podcast is aired. We might have more info on when you can go out there. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. spend your summer outside. Enjoy the beautiful weather. And we'll see you next time for the letter H.
0: Hope you learned something you didn't know before. And yeah, we will talk to you next time. Stay tuned for letter H. Thanks a lot, folks. Thank you, Kate.
1: Thank you, Kathleen. You're Thanks, guys. See you next way. time. Bye. Bye.
0: For more ABC Gotham, go to our website, abcgotham.podbean.com Special thanks to Podcasting's Brock. The music for ABC Gotham is by Big Rude Jake. ABC Gotham is a K2 production, copyright 2012, all rights reserved. A song I wish
1: you could be
0: On this night of New York City.